The Morning Show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights. show. Good morning, Andy. Good morning. I just got back from the JW Marriott. I was uh, out celebrating with candidates all night. <laughs> well, the governor was celebrating at the casino. Oh. Yeah. In fact, uh, the governor reelected to her second term last night, uh, declared victory this morning at eight o'clock. The state totals were not in by the time the governor went to bed. But about 1.20, the uh, gubernatorial race was decided this morning. The governor had her victory address at the Motor City Casino, congratulated the winners and highlighted her accomplishments and said that there was much more to do. So it was uh, Governor Gretchen Whitmer, Attorney General Dana Nessel, and Secretary of State Jocelyn Benson all victorious. But I think the big news in the state of Michigan is Proposal 3 passing. Narrowly. In Jackson County, though, it lost. All three proposals passing in Jackson County, Proposal 1 and 2 passing, uh, Proposal 3 not passing. That's Just true. in Jackson County. That's right. Mm -hmm. uh, the jail millage did not pass, and it was not <clears throat> close, Bart. It was no. not even close. So it was interesting. Uh, I'm not sure what to, to make of it all. Um, I think there's a lot of people that, uh, first of all, there was so much on the ballot, right? Mm -hmm. It's crazy. So there were a lot of people that probably just filled in yeses or noes, and I think a lot of that happened. Um, nothing real shocking, I guess, to me. Um, I think I was surprised that the Leone uh, road millage didn't pass. Yeah. I was, I was surprised <laughs> at that. You know, it's always, it's always interesting. Uh, millages and bonds in Jackson County, the Village of Grass Lake millage increase, Columbia Operating Millage, also no. The Concord mm -hmm. Road millage did pass. Did you notice that during these elections and on TV, we celebrate these candidates that won the election, like, you know, like they're athletes, right, that, <laughs> that played a good game? Well, none of these winners have played the game yet, right? Mm -hmm. Like, we celebrate them. Um, and then complain about them for the next two to four years. So um, all these people that celebrate all these candidates, you need to hold those candidates responsible when they do things you do not like. You know, I just hate the over celebration and mm -hmm. it's like, but you know what? You know, a lot of the candidates, I think, they run just for that win, right? And that's, I don't know that they necessarily care about what happens after that. We'll see, I don't know. Huge voter turnout. We don't know statewide, but um, the estimate is 4 million people voting statewide. Half of those in uh, absentee ballots. In uh, Jackson County, we had 52% uh, voter turnout, uh, 65,000 
people were in line for a long time last yeah. night at Michigan State University. Students were still in line at 11 p.m. to vote. Yeah, pretty good turnout. Uh, in 2020, we had about 65,000 uh, people turn out. So what did you say, about 55,000? Yes. Yeah. Uh, for the first time in 40 years, Democrats will control both the Michigan House and the Michigan Senate. And this, I think, uh, a surprise. One of the surprises today, uh, there was a possibility, and because of some uh, upsets, for the first time since former President Reagan's administration, Democrats will control the Michigan Senate. And for the first time since 2010, Democrats, by outperforming Republicans in the House races, will have control of the Michigan House. Uh, here in Jackson County, we have four, we're part of four House districts, and the winners were Sarah Leitner, uh, Kathy Schmaltz, uh, Carrie Runnigan's in the Senate, the 14th District, Sue Schink, 52%, and in the 17th Senate District, which covers about the four, 25% uh, of Jackson County, the very far west of Jackson County, Jonathan Lindsay, the winner. Uh, so all Republicans except for Carrie Runnigan's in the uh, 47th winning, but statewide, the Democrats won most of the races in the House and the Senate. If we could just get the gas prices down a little <laughs> bit, really, that's, I mean, after, after this whole election, I think that people have to wake up and you're still, you're still hurting at the pump. That's, that's the main issue, right? Gas yeah. prices, like, let's be real, that is the main issue <clears throat> that people are dealing with in America mm -hmm. right now, because it's affecting their wallet every single week. Um, so we got to do something about the gas prices. Did they vote to lower gas prices in the election last <laughs> night? Because I would have voted for that. Well, everyone that we campaigned, should put that on a millage. They all campaigned. They all said lower gas prices. We so should put lower, lower gas prices on a millage for lower <laughs> gas prices. Well, you know, we might see some millages <laughs> come back. I yeah, am, for sure. I'm um, expecting that we will have the 911 uh, millage, which failed. Um, by a margin, oh, what was a margin? Uh, wow, 33,000 to 27,000. And this one's interesting. We're, we'll have uh, Napoleon Township Supervisor Dan Gallagher yes. on talk a little bit more about uh, that ballot item. Um, super interesting, mm -hmm. really, super interesting. Jail Millage uh, losing by 35,000 to 25,000 vote. You, do you think that's something as simple as, you know what, I don't, I don't think they should have a nice jail. You know, jail should be should be bad. Do you think that's what voters were thinking? What do you think the main thing voter? I mean, because there were so many people that voted no, right? Over thirty-five thousand people chose to vote no. Mm -hmm. What do you think their main thinking was? This will cost me more money. This will cost me more money. Yeah, that is that mm -hmm. is always the thing, huh? As expected, Tim Wahlberg won the fifth congressional district race. And a lot of interest in the Alyssa Slotkin, Tom Barrett race. Guess who won? Alyssa Slotkin. Alyssa Slotkin. Um, school board. Let's talk a little school board. Not a ton of school board, but uh, Jackson High School board. Uh, Derek Dobie's led the way. He had a ton of votes. Mm -hmm. A ton of votes. Almost 8,000. And uh, Marilyn Acton Dowell was also elected. She had the second most votes. So those are always a surprise. You never know uh, never who's going to win on the uh, school board. Um, off the top of my head, Dane Griswold and Bradway uh, re-elected to Northwest and uh, a 
couple other school board seats. I know Michigan Center added four, Western uh, two, and uh, yeah, again, all those results available on the county mm -hmm. website or our website. Sheets in Watterson and Western, yep. in addition to Brad uh, Waits in Northwest, Dan Grizzle, both incumbents. Yep. Uh, county Commission, there were only two contested races. Incumbent Steve Shotwell won the 5th District, and newcomer John Willis wins the 7th District. And that was over Jeremy Alexander, mm -hmm. oh, John Willis, new county commissioner. Mm -hmm. um, more politics? Or? In Jackson County, uh, straight party voters. How many? Three to two. Republican. Okay. There were, uh, of the... Uh, of the uh, Half the, half the, more than half the county voters voted straight party and by a three to two margin Republican. Interesting. So. Interesting, that's not, that's not atypical for Jackson. That's normal. That's very normal. Very, very normal. No, no, really no surprises. Yeah, no surprises. Um, uh, have you been on Facebook? Uh, were you on Facebook over the election? No. There weren't that many ads and I think uh, Facebook kind of lost out on their uh, their cash cow windfall that they had in 2020 with all the, those election ads. And they're laying off 11,000 people. Mm -hmm. Facebook, Meta is laying off 11,000. Meta, They are laying off 11,000 people. Absolutely amazing. But I do wonder, uh, you know, how, you know, ad sales does affect that. If you remember uh, during 2020 campaign, if you were on any social media, it was just flooded with political ads. Didn't mm -hmm. see as much of that this time around. Well, maybe you weren't on it as much. No, I was. Oh. Yeah, I was. Nope. Mm -hmm. I was on Facebook a lot, quite a bit. So there are um, complete election results uh, available on our website. There's a link to the official Jackson County Election Day results. And keep in mind, uh, looking at uh, State House and Senate candidates, the results are just Jackson County, but there are other county votes that are in the mix for those candidates. Uh, there is other news. Oh, we have a winner, another winner last night. Two winners, two winners yesterday. The uh, Powerball oh. has finally been uh, decided. California, yeah? Yeah, $2.04 billion, the winning jackpot. Uh, someone bought at a party store outside of Los Angeles, the one winning ticket. Here in Michigan though, one ticket sold is worth $1 million. Wow. Someone matched the five white balls and it was sold at Hickson's Family Market near Big Rapids. Big so, Rapids? Mm -hmm. You don't say. Yeah. That's where Brandon Dolly went to school mm -hmm. and I'm getting word that he's not in the building today. Uh, another lucky person uh, yesterday was the fan chosen from the crowd at Madison Square Garden, the New York Rangers game uh, between periods. They let a fan come down and they turned all the lights out and he had to make a pretty much a blind shot from one end of the ice or from center ice. Oh and dear he God, made he made it. It's like a little mouse what? hole. <laughs> yeah. Holy cow. He won a new car. He's way better than those kids they roll out with, un, with mm -hmm. uh, no athletic ability to win that Dr. Pepper scholarship. Now, remember when uh, that guy won the um, $75,000? Uh, uh, it's too bad it was a Hyundai. Was it a Hyundai? Yeah. Did they show it? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 
I mean, that's, it's cool, free car, free car, but, you know. Now uh, we get news this morning that Brittany Griner, the NBA star that's been de uh, detained, well, more than detained, she's been sentenced to jail, nine years in jail. She's been moved to a Russian penal colony. She's on her way to a penal colony, and her attorneys can't tell you where that is. It's in Siberia. Yeah, where though? It's known those uh, penal colonies. It's just like it sounds. It's a horrible place. This is unacceptable. Known for uh, <laughs> hard labor. Wow. I, so. That's just amazing. Again, yeah. if I was, uh, if that was me, Tim Wahlberg would get me out. I guarantee it. Mm -hmm. I'll never stop saying that. Say that for the next nine years until she's released from prison. If you think about that, that is just absolutely crazy. Crazy. Mm -hmm. uh, some. Score some good news for uh, a couple uh, or one of our local teams. Let's get to our Extreme Dodge scoreboard brought to you by Extreme Dodge. Volleyball action. Hanover Horton, uh, they came from behind in the first two matches and went on to win in the regional semifinal 3-1 to one over Grass Lake. The game was played at Springport. HH will be back there for the regional final against... Pawamo Westphalia, and that will be 6 o'clock at Springport High School. The Pawamo Westphalians defeated Dansville. So uh, Hanover and Dansville will play for a regional trophy. Good luck to the Comets, or excuse me, Pawamo and Hanover. Yes, we'll play for a regional. Do you know that if we took the money spent on the Alyssa Slotkin Tom Barrett race <laughs> and the... Uh, Proposal three, the uh, abortion rights. If Tom Barrett well, and Alyssa Slotkin were sitting right there, would you be able to identify them? Oh, yeah. Oh, I would not. They're on TV all the time. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> I glance and then look away. You know. mm. uh, nearly $100 million spent um, by proponents and opponents of proposal three and the Slotkin-Barrett mm -hmm. race. $100 million spent on advertising. We could build two wow, jails. That's crazy. We did not get a, we did not get any of that here. So mm -hmm. we cannot build a jail for everybody. But a lot of people got a lot of money for that election. It's absolutely amazing. Whitmer and uh, Dixon spent a combined like 36 million in the last 50 days. Mm -hmm. It's just absolutely crazy. It's amazing. Again, we're celebrating uh, sell it you celebrate the election win and then deal with it for the next two or four years. But mm -hmm. You know, you know, I don't know. All these people that gave all these millions to these people. Yeah, what are you getting in return? Now? Oh, they're going to get, well, this, <laughs> yeah. is what, this is how it works. This is how it works, yeah. yeah. There's some stuff written in there. Mm -hmm. So if you donated a couple million to the Whitmer campaign and she won, you should, you should be looking for that handout mm -hmm. at some point, right? That's how it works. That's why um, I'll never run for office, because <laughs> of things I say. No. I would never do it. I wouldn't either. I've well, you know, congratulations to all the winners. And I agree. Congratulations it's to the losers because they, uh, you know, everybody put it's up. A th uh, it's, a ho it's a hard job. It's a thing. Whether yeah. you win or lose, uh, you're dealing with public criticism uh, from sunup until sundown. It is very difficult to mm -hmm. uh, do your job when you're constantly being ridiculed. But, uh, again, that's what you sign up for. I've talked to two candidates, one won, one lost who both said before the election they regretted running. Really? Who's yes. that? <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't want to tell they me. They regretted that. running, and they didn't want to do it in the first place. One of them was recruited, and uh, yeah. 
day one. Okay. So. Well, before we uh, before we give that information away or say anything we shouldn't, we should uh, probably take a quick commercial break. Dan Gallagher, Napoleon Township Supervisor, will join us on the other side of this break. The Morning Show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights. Believe it or not, Thanksgiving is two weeks from tomorrow. Can't believe it. Which means the Turkey Trot is here, an annual tradition celebrating 18 years and this is thanksgiving day right 9 a.m at ella sharp park there's also a student body challenge so register for your school to see if you your school has the most participants it's not a student body challenge it's a student body challenge what did i say student body challenge they oh. made it sound like a weightlifting thing oh i did yeah oh. yeah well, it's a student body challenge, and uh, it's the turkey trot, Thanksgiving Day. Sign up. Joining us now from <laughs> Napoleon Township is Supervisor Dan Gallagher. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Good morning, Dan. How are you? It's fun to be here. Yeah. It's like being home. Yeah. First, I want to thank you for arriving so early <laughs> to get a lay of the land. I couldn't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you probably couldn't sleep with all the election uh, news uh, you were following, but uh, let's, let me, let's get started with just some general stuff. How are things going out in uh, Napoleon Township? Everything's good. Uh, as we are the 10th safest city in, in uh, all of Michigan. That's right. I yeah. did not know that. It's, That's amazing. It's due to, um, you know, the, uh, it was a timing issue. We had a millage with the fire and the police. Mm -hmm. uh, it was because our building was paid off. Yeah. So the taxes were, uh, people hardly feel it. And, yeah. and now our police and fire have uh, absolutely the best of everything, yeah. uh, right down to the uniform to, um, you know, tasers and all this kind of yeah. stuff. So we're, we're very fortunate to. Is it to normal? That. Is it normal for. Uh, uh, township of, of your size for the police and uh, fire to get along as well as they do? Apparently it's not. <laughs> uh, but our, uh, it works because yeah. our, our fire chief and our police chief, which I think both have been on the show of a few course, times, yep. uh, they're, they're amazing. They're great for our community. They're great for, uh, you know, we really appreciate what, uh, what they do for us out there at Napoleon Township. DJ Holly, fire station, no relation. No relation. But that's a I, wonder, I get that question a lot. Do you? Yeah, he gets that a lot too. <laughs> yeah, he was our fire chief for a long, long time. A lot of uh, uh, people got to uh, got to see these, this fire station during the COVID uh, COVID nineteen pandemic because you guys used that as a vaccination hub, and I was amazed at uh, really the the staff there, the fire staff, how. Um, just courteous, how engaging they were. Um, really, the, the facility speaks for itself. It's beautiful, but um, what's the camaraderie like around that place with having such a beautiful new building um, going into work? Uh, and there's also, you guys have new fire trucks. It seems like it's a good, good time to <laughs> There's be. a lot of stuff going yeah. on uh, in Napoleon Township. We're, we're pretty excited about We just got our fire trucks okay. and um, barely been able to use them at all. Well, that's yeah. a good thing. Yeah, that yeah. is a good thing. <laughs> um, the, the, the COVID clinics, I think we did over 6,000 shots wow. during the uh, pandemic. We, you know, the doors came up 
I think you got your shot I did. out there, and yeah. you got your shots out yeah. there too. Uh, so you just drove in, you never got out of your car, or they right. gave you the shot right in the car, and boom. And I don't think there was anybody else in Jackson County that did uh, anything even similar to that. Mm -hmm. So we were, we were fortunate to be able yeah. to be in that situation where we could do it yeah. for people. Yeah. People were scared back then. For right? sure. Yeah. Just could put a sign up. I got shot and sell shirts. I got shot in Napoleon. I got shot in the tent safest city in, in Michigan. I don't think I'm going to do that. No, that would no. be that would be crazy. <laughs> there was a, a, a vote in uh, Napoleon for a uh, township trustee, and that would be, I think it's for someone to uh, uh, continue a, a, a seat that was uh, an appointment, mm -hmm. right? Correct. Dan Weimer? Yes. Okay. And he, well, he had no opposition. He had none. Uh, what happened uh, during the, the election where I was elected is we had a woman who, I was a trustee, and uh, so my seat had to be filled as I was running for township supervisor. So uh, she won, Heidi Richardson, she won, and then for some reason she had to move out of our township. Mm -hmm. So um, that left the seat open, and I said to Dan Weimer, and uh, I said, would you please consider uh, me appointing you to trustee. And uh, he came back the next day and he said, I'll do it. And uh, thank God, because he is, he is Mr. Napoleon out That's there awesome. to us. So he's been a huge help to me. That's awesome. Totally appreciate him. How about the, uh, the 911 uh, proposal? That's an interesting one, right? That, yeah. uh, we talked, Bart and I talked about it a couple days ago. There, you know, you could call 911 and no one could answer, you could be on hold, and that will remain the same yeah. for now. It was sad. I think the wording on the ballot was a little bit, people were thinking they were gonna be charged $3. They were already being assessed on their phone bill, $1.50, mm -hmm. so we were just asking for another $1.50. Right. Um, I, don't, I don't think, they're gonna have to come back and put, yeah. put it on the ballot again soon, because we definitely need it. If you've ever called 911 and, uh, been hung up on or been put on hold or something like that. It's uh, it's it's very scary. Yeah, picture, picture yourself in a situation where you're with a loved one laying on the ground and you need to call nine one one and no one's answering. That's what you do in emergent in an emergency. You call nine one one. Well, I think you're right about the crowded ballot, and I don't know why uh, everyone in the state of Michigan votes for, say, the Wayne State trustees. We have no knowledge. I agree. People. I agree. What are we doing? Why are we yeah. doing it? I don't know. I don't think. I think that needs to be looked at. Mm -hmm. How many of those Wayne State trustees did you research? None. And the Court of Appeals and the, the all of. I mean, it's really. A it's a lot, and it kind of mucks up what you're trying to do locally. And I think maybe you saw that a little bit. Of course, that's just presumptuous, but you know, I don't know. Some so that'll go back to the that'll go back to the township. That'll go back on the on the uh, ballot uh, next time. The nine one one. Yeah. Yeah, that's a Jackson thing. Yeah. Jackson County for sure. Yeah. Uh, some new things in Napoleon. You have a new restaurant. I heard is really good. We do. It's called the Crow's Nest. Uh, it's fantastic. Uh, it's a breakfast lunch place. Cool. Um, we need it. We and we love the owners. Uh, yeah. And they're they've been great to everybody, and we've been great to them too. And. Um, yeah, it's fun having them. They're right across the street from us, too. There's been a lot of uh, nice new development and construction over the last five or six years, uh, especially on that M50 corridor. Some of, the, some of your uh, longtime businesses have invested 
and uh, it's really it's made the area look a lot nicer, especially that main main corridor there. Mm -hmm. Yep, uh, Aggies. Yeah, put the new out, yeah. outdoor uh, patio, which is phenomenal. It looks great out yeah. there, and uh, we have an, another company called SaberSoft that just went in. It's a house washing company. I believe you're familiar with yep. those. With them, yeah. they did your house. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. So, cool. uh, it's not built yet. The building is is almost ready, but cool. it's not done yet. And uh, of course, Kelly Fuels uh, making that big investment with the uh, hardware store in the plaza and yeah. uh, the galley and Kelly Express. And America's backyard, they keep moving. Are they uh, settled to where they are? They found their spot. Their final resting place. <laughs> yeah. they're, they're there and they're great for our community also. Dan also is. Uh, one of our JTV sports commentators, you can catch him on Friday nights. Uh, mostly football, but we've snuck you into a basketball game. No, here. I haven't, but I think We're I will. We're going to I, this year. I think so. Okay, all right. Uh, tell, tell us how you got, uh, how you got started uh, calling games for JTV, and uh, you, you like it, right? I love it. <laughs> I, it uh, I, I was going to say I'd do it for free, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> you guys are here. We would hold you to that. <laughs> anyway. Um, I was a high school football official for 19 years yeah. up, up in the Lansing area, and uh, Josh Burgett, a good friend of mine, yeah. he said, well, when you're done doing that, you know, why don't you try doing this? And I, I said, well, that, that'd be great. And so one thing led to another, and and uh, been calling uh, JTV football games yeah. for, uh, the, I think, about four or five four years now. Four or five now. years, for sure, yeah. So it's, it's absolutely been a blast. Uh, um, what's really made it fun this year is I, I got to do four uh, Napoleon yeah. Pirate Games, yeah. who are uh, 11 and 0 right now, yes. which is fantastic. Uh, they're going to play uh, uh, St. Mary's in yep. in uh, Monroe. Monroe, Monroe, correct. Yeah. So, is it hard for you to stay neutral during the yes. Napoleon games? Yeah, I don't. I don't stay neutral. No, and no, Napoleon's fine. my place. That's right. That's awesome. <laughs> it's kind of uh, it's kind of crap that Napoleon has to go on the road with an undefeated season down to Monroe. Uh, horrible with a field. decrepit oh. field and bleachers. And yeah, what I don't understand is that, that Napoleon and Monroe both had the exact same amount of points. So was there a coin toss? No, or? so what happened was the Cascades Conference came into play and uh, teams, the conference, the opponent's winning percentage came into play. So uh -huh. Monroe's opponents had a higher winning percentage than Napoleon's opponents. How Oops. about you go 11 and 0, you play you play uh, you play at home versus six and five team. That yeah, that something. Napoleon team, uh, you know, with uh, Gomez and uh, Humphreys and Baker and yeah. and that running back uh, Laritz. Yeah, amazing. I think he's got about eighteen hundred yards. Yeah, they're just a great fun team, to watch. So good luck to them this weekend. It, so if they win this weekend, I think and Lumen Christie wins, I think they'll play each other. They, they, they will. They yeah. would. Where would that game be? I mean, Jay I, High probably. I would. I would think. Why would you? Why would you make them? Uh, go anywhere other than Jackson High, but you just don't know, maybe Chelsea. Right. So we'll see. Hopefully they both win. Dan Gallagher's our only uh, JTV Sports commentator that tailgates as well as calls the games. Heck yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, right. it's a great, yeah. Do you know yeah. that, uh, speaking of tailgating, Lumen Christie is inviting people to start tailgating at 4.30 because the Lawton folk are bringing a lot of people. So Lumen Christie is inviting fans out there uh, very early to set up shop. Get your tickets early last yeah. week. They sold 3,000 tickets by wow. 10 a.m. Friday. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Well, thanks for coming in. Yeah, appreciate it. It was, yeah. it was a lot of fun. Thanks, Dan. You made it easy for me. <laughs> Napoleon Township Supervisor and JTV Sports Commentator, Dan Gallagher. More of the morning show after this.
The Morning Show is brought to you by BearX. BearX creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. BearX, empowering data insights. Welcome back to The Morning Show on JTV. It's flu season and the Center for Family Health has you covered. Get your flu shot. Be a flu fighter. It's more important now than ever, ever before. The Center for Family Health has been opening the door to healthcare for all for more than 30 years. Joining us now is the uh, organizer, the head, the king of the downtown Jackson Christmas parade, Ed Hatfield. Good, good morning. morning. <laughs> good to see you. It's good to see good you. Good to see you. Uh, it's the official start of Christmas. Yes. The downtown Christmas parade. Yep, absolutely. And I've been called a lot of things. Yeah. So, including that. Yeah. Well, you've been with the parade uh, all 31 years. Yes. So that's quite a, quite a record of volunteer service to the community. Thank you. Yeah, yeah that's, that's yeah. awesome. And it's, it's something that uh, really brings joy to the community. It's, uh, it's grown and grown, and it's awesome seeing the city packed. Uh, talk a little bit about the schedule and, and what people will see. Okay. I have uh, notes in front of me Perfect. to refer to, in mm -hmm. case you guys don't mind. So, uh, you know, we always have a theme. Yeah. This year it is uh, Christmas Star. And, you know, there are those that try to go with the theme and others are just off script and do what they want. But it's, you know, that's exciting. All the, um, all the entries have to have uh, Christmas lights on them. Mm -hmm. It is Christmas parade, so that kind of <laughs> helps. Um, it'll start at 6 o'clock next Friday, November 18th. It wow. starts at Blackstone and Michigan Ave and will go down to uh, Martin Luther King Awesome. Mm -hmm. And uh, this year, Santa will be at Flagstar Bank downtown afterwards. Correct. Yep, 301 West Michigan. Awesome. There. Should just be a great night for, for Jackson. Mm -hmm. Notice downtown businesses are already decorating. Consumers Energy is distributing the giant uh, bulbs and presents surrounding the beautiful fir tree in front of One Energy Plaza. So. We've got uh, a week and a half to get everybody all <laughs> decorated and ready for the parade. How mm -hmm. many people uh, come to this? Oh gosh, you know, we've seen upwards of 10,000. Yeah. I think at one time the, um, the local police guesstimated that there was like 20,000 people downtown. So I just yeah. figured solid 10,000 people for sure and I'm not. I think the year I'm after that. i at that point. <laughs> the so. year after that street was complete, mm -hmm. I think there was 20,000 people here. Mm -hmm. Do you remember I that? Agree. That I was think, unbelievable yeah. when we had the new street done. The weather was decent. weather was nice. Mm -hmm. So what's you, what do you do during the actual parade? So I'm up at the uh, beginning of the parade okay. route. Uh, we're on our radios talking yeah. back and forth about who's coming, you know, back, getting ready to come around the corner. Um, you know, we've got, I mean, there's a lot of people that help put that together. Yeah. So. I, I'm the, you know, I'm the spokesperson as the chairman of the committee, but there's a lot of people behind the scenes that sure. are making that stuff happen. For sure. So, uh, will the hot air balloons be back <laughs> this year? Do we know? That I don't know, and they are a big draw. They Every, are. Everybody loves that, including <laughs> myself. My biggest thing is, I absolutely love the bands. Yeah. Now there's a lot of work that goes into all the floats that mm -hmm. people are putting together, and. I mean, I, you know, I, I love that part of it, but my, once those drums start beating and I'm, man, I'll tell you what, my heart is pounding yeah. out of my chest. I'm running up and down, so. Do you remember what got you in, into this 31 years ago, Ed? Yes, Linda Sikirke. <laughs> <laughs> she is the mother of the event. She, 
She was putting together a group of people to try to help, and uh, I was recruited at that point. Um, I, and I, you know, for the longest time, I, you know, I had, before I retired, I had 40 years with Consumers Energy. Yeah. So there was no, you know, everybody had their, everybody had their thing to do. And I was not, we were just groomed not to talk to the media, yeah. talk to the press. Yeah. So then, you know, yeah. here I am, on, you know, <laughs> working with Bart. And, and yeah, I, and I got to tell you, you know, I've said this before, I'll say it again. If it's happening in Jackson, J, you know, Team JTV is here, they're doing it. Uh, you guys have always been so kind, and I just I can't imagine with me not I'm not not being at ease, but not being used to talking to the press and that. I just you've done so much for me when it comes to being able to be a spokesperson for a consumer. So I thank you and thank Team JTV oh, for thank all you that very you've much. done. So. Very kind words. Yes, yep. thank you. We appreciate that, and uh, you always do. And we thank you for uh, all all of your support. And really, you've got uh, it's a, it's an army that's putting putting this it on. Is. It is. And I know there's some people that uh, and organizations you'd, you'd like to uh, mention. Well, yeah, you know, I've got. I mean, I'll give you a great example. Julie Bailey, mm -hmm. Bailey Excavation. Uh, she runs our uh, Facebook. She also does social media. You know, making contact with everyone. Rose Trip. She's down there. You know, telling bands and telling mm -hmm. everyone. Yep, you're ready to go. Uh, Tracy Van Wert, Katie Nix, they actually insert the bands where they need to be. Um, Bob Trowbridge, he does the, um, I don't know if you guys have ever noticed or not, but there's banners that we hand out mm -hmm. and uh, his team decides at that, and it's all in fun, mm -hmm. you know, I mean I know there's people that are competitive, but it's all in fun, so he and his team do that. Um, kind of mention the bands. Yeah. Okay, so this year we have six bands. Oh, wow. It's going to be East Jackson, Jackson High, Lumen Christie, Napoleon, Northwest, and Vandercook Lake. What a lineup. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. So none of those bands will be playing, uh, none of those football uh, games will be on Friday night next week. Will no, they? no, no, no. They'll be no, Saturday. No, 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 no. Oh, they'd have to cancel. <laughs> they'd have to cancel. <laughs> yeah, no, the semifinals are Saturday, Saturday. so uh, mm -hmm. everyone can... Uh, can get downtown mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. Yep. We'll have that. We'll be uh, we'll be airing the parade live again this year. So tune into JTV if you can't make it. Mm -hmm. So we're excited for that. Again, Rachel Buchanan from Experience Jackson will join me on oh. the call for that. Should be a good time. Oh, that's great. Do we have time for some housekeeping? Let's yes. go. What do we got? Thirty minutes or we? Whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you want. You know, some of the things that I like to talk about each year is no throwing candy. Okay. You know, the problem is if they throw candy, then, you know, if it doesn't make it to the, to the kids, they'll come out in the parade route, and, and that, is, that is a major hassle. It's a major hazard is what it is. Um, the Christmas, the floats have to have lights on them. Um, and we ask that people stay off the streets. Please you, stay off the streets. Oh, my gosh. If you guys, I mean, you know, it gets narrower and narrower as people want. And I, I understand the excitement and wanting mm -hmm. to be... Yeah, the parade's going to go right by, yeah, so you don't have to be out in the street trying to look, you know, know. trying to look towards the west. Um, establish a meeting place. When, if your group is in that parade, establish a meeting place because I can't tell you how many times I'm asked, you know, do you know what the, mm -hmm. where this particular group is? At that point, I don't have a clue. Yeah. You know, there's mm -hmm. thousands of people down yeah. there. It's like, I don't know. <laughs> so <laughs> establish, you know, establish a, a meeting place. The um, Parking in the OEP complex, the parking garages down there, that's a great place to yep. park. Uh, a lot of people come from, you know, even out of state, and they have their certain place that they want to set 
and you know, I mean, that, that's something that that they do. So, and make sure your cars are off the street because they will get towed. Oh mm -hmm. gosh, yep. And don't throw candy. Right. People do it every year. Don't throw candy. Right. Well, and you ask what you know. Now, what do you do? <laughs> yeah. I stand out there at the beginning of the parade route, watching to see if people are throwing candy, and I'll walk right out and yeah. ask them not to. So, yeah. I think once they understand, it's a safety issue more right. than anything. It's not. You now we tell people, you know, walk out and hand candy to the, you know, to those that are there to enjoy the parade. If you want to hand out leaflets or whatever, mm -hmm. I have said, you know, leaflets end up on the ground. We yeah. care, you know, the candy goes home, but candy the leaflets those end up on the, those end up on the ground, and we end up having. To so you can pass it out. Just don't throw pass it. Pass it out. Just don't throw it. Perfect. Yep. Yep. And then the big thing we want to emphasize, uh, Santa and Mrs. Claus will be at Flagstar yes. mm -hmm. on the corner of Michigan and Blackstone for greeting the kids and photos and all that fun. Yep, they're going to shuffle you right through. It'll be uh, very fun and uh, yeah, it'll be easy to get to. Yeah, that was, that's really a nice, a nice gesture. You know, you mentioned that, uh, you know, the town is being decorated. You know, um, consumers, One Energy Plaza, mm -hmm. that that area down there, they're still lighting that yeah. up. That's a great place to. I love bringing my mother-in-law downtown because she just loves all of that. Yeah. So, that's well, we neat. appreciate all of you, uh, all that you and all your team do to uh, put on this great event. And mm -hmm. thank you for coming in today. No, thanks. Yeah, yeah I see appreciate you next it. Week. All right, Ed Hatfield from the Downtown Jackson Christmas Parade. More of the morning show after this. The Morning Show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights. It's time for Night Lights at MIS, the largest display of lights in the state of Michigan. They also have a fun run and walks their eighth annual and it's happening saturday november 19th at 6 p.m it's awesome you get to run through the lights at nightlight show to sign up visit nightlightshow.com joining us now realtors from the pure michigan realty group at century 21 affiliated brett miles and logan everett good morning good morning guys hey guys Turns out they're neighbors. We know, I know, they're downtown neighbors. That's yes, right, sir. not yeah. too far. We walked down here this That's morning. That's right. How do you guys like being downtown? Oh, it is the best. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. You know, we like to take lunch breaks and walk around it's the other a nice, day. You get yeah. a little refresher, you know. So talk a little bit about uh, Pure Michigan Realty Group. I know uh, it's a team, right? It's a team uh, part of Century 21, and, and you guys are working closely together. Talk about, uh, talk about your realty group and, uh, and who's involved. So right now, you know, we're kind of heading it up, but yeah. um, essentially what we're looking for is just like-minded people to come in and join the group with us. Um, we like to have a lot of fun mm -hmm. in a job that sometimes isn't that much fun. Um, <laughs> you know, some, we go through the highs and lows and um, we like to just kind of bounce ideas off each other. And I think we do a really good job with that, yeah. you know, have yep. a lot of fun in the office, so. Yeah, bounce, bounce the the ideas off each other and making the bad times better. Yeah, mm -hmm. so better. you guys are constantly uh, guiding homeowners through, uh, you know, buying and selling. And it's hard because you guys have to do a lot of education. Uh, what are you guys telling, uh, what are you telling your, uh, your buyers and sellers right now with the current market? Well, with the current market, uh, you know, with what we're seeing on our current listings, um, you know, I think we're just kind of headed back into a pre-pandemic market. Yeah. It's, it's 
looking like a normal market. You know, mm -hmm. we're not seeing uh, you know five anywhere from five to ten offers unless it's way underpriced or you know it's, it's some steal of a deal. Um, but we're, you know, we're still seeing you know uh, some listings getting asking price offers. Some seeing one to three offers. Mm -hmm. You know, any uh, anything between like that because um, there's still a pretty big housing demand and. Uh, you know, there's there's a lot of buyers out there yeah. still. But more important now, uh, more so than ever, to use a realtor, and it's important to use the right one. Oh, definitely. And you know, we're coming into the time where we had a bunch of folks trying that navigational route of going with selling their own house, and I've gotten so many calls on, "We wish we didn't do that." Um, <laughs> you know, yeah. and we're in this situation. Can you please help me get out of it? Right. So, yeah, we're always here to help, uh, whichever way we can. So what's the idea behind a team approach? And I know at your previous agency, you, you work as a team. What did you do as a as team? Did you handle one part and you handle the other? Or what's the uh, advantage to, the, to your clients? So as for our team in particular, um, which I think is kind of different than most, you know, we're taking the approach of we don't have a, a head man up that you have to report to. We're a team together, we work together, we have buyer agents, seller agents, foreclosure specialists. Mm -hmm. We all differ in, in something that we can bring to the table for a potential buyer or seller, so that really helps out. And um, you know, I think we're, again, looking for, for like-minded people to come join the team that can maybe offer another specialty yeah. and um, you know, help us out in other ways. Do uh, do homeowners think their house is worth more than it is? <laughs> <laughs> no, never, not ever. Never heard of that. <laughs> never. Of course, know. of course we do. Yeah. Of course, of course, of course. Uh, interest rates, of course, are going up. It's new to a lot of people, but for people that have you know been around for a while, uh, you know, lenders were lending at eight, nine percent just a short, short time ago. Um, what are you guys telling people that are uh, hesitant about those interest rates? So, you know, with the interest rates the way they were, I just bought my house, you know, not too long ago yeah. at the just about the same interest rate. So yeah. I, I really try to stress not to, to, to get overworked on that, that rate. If you see a house that you like, buy it. You mm -hmm. know, if you are in this market compared to an earlier time when we had a lower interest rate, you were fighting a lot of people yeah. paying way over value. And you know, it's a good point. Yeah, mm -hmm. buy buy now and, and refinance later. Refi later. That's yeah. Right. Yep. What's the inventory like right now? Mm -hmm. um, it's we're creeping up on a little bit more inventory lately. Uh, you know, the I think the interest rates are playing a factor in that as far as you know the uh, uh, lack of uh, offers per listing, mm -hmm. which is making you know the inventory grow a little bit, but. I mean, I think it's more of a bonus for the buyers because now they yeah. can be a little more selective and mm -hmm. the buyers are more, so we're yeah. not listing the house six months later because they were rushed into a situation because they had to outbid five different other offers. Um, you know, so I think overall, uh, with the inventory being where it is and, and uh, you know, where it's going, I think it's a good thing. Yeah, people still want to buy houses and move, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we have quite a few coming up, actually. Cool. So, I mean, yeah. yeah, we have quite a bit coming up. Do you see a lot of people coming <coughs> to Jackson County because this is where they want to live and they have no connection here? They don't have a job here? They don't have relatives? It's just, this is the lifestyle? Yeah, uh, I, I've had, I mean, I think we both had a few buyers come yeah. from out of state that just, you know, they've heard good things about Jackson. Jackson's up and coming. Um, you know, I think it's Jackson's time mm -hmm. to uh, prevail and, you know, grow as an economy. Yeah, you guys both grew up here, yeah? Yeah, yeah, I grew up in Napoleon, actually. Yeah. 
So uh, what, what's your take on, uh, on, on Jackson as a whole compared to when you were going? Maybe you didn't even pay attention too much when you were growing up, but uh, obviously now there's been tons of investment <coughs> throughout the county. It's, it's made your uh, profession more competitive, but more lucrative as well. What do you guys think about Jackson? Well, I can tell you right now that when I was growing up, if you were to tell me that, hey, Brett, your office is going to be downtown <laughs> Jackson, I would have said maybe I'm not going to go into that profession. Yeah. Now, coming into downtown Jackson, it's amazing. I mean, the work that people have done in putting in businesses down here has, you know, really helped out, I think. And, yeah. you know, it's made a big difference, honestly. I think Jackson as a whole, um, you know, like what you said, there's been a lot of uh, a lot of money put into mm -hmm. Jackson on the commercial side, uh, you know, and in, in the city and all around Jackson County, um, which I think is in return making people flock to Jackson. Yeah, yeah I think it's important that um, in your profession that you're part of the community that you actually, both of you were born and raised mm -hmm. here in the community. That's a big plus for buyers for that sure. are coming into the area. You know all the secrets. Right, right, yeah. We like to showcase, especially where we live even, you know, I mean, giving back to the, the high schools and doing different donations and stuff. So we're constantly, and I think that just goes along with the, our profession is we're constantly giving back to the community and then doing different events and things just to, uplift the community yeah. and you know good is stuff there a, is there like a like the christmas is there like a break in the uh, industry <laughs> people stop looking and <laughs> gotta be a, there's gotta be a weekend i mean yeah Do you get vacations? <laughs> i don't get vacations i don't know <laughs> there's a few no vacations but a little gosh. flexibility maybe yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah. i don't know <laughs> yeah it kind of slows down as it gets colder yeah i think a little bit yeah but guys, just normal. i'm sure you guys have, have shown houses at uh, interesting times have you ever uh, have you ever shown a house on a holiday or your own birthday or something like that fourth of july yeah fourth of july yeah. i showed one Luckily, I sold that one. Uh, <laughs> I got that called to show one on Christmas, but I didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you get the calls, like, hey, you know, can you show us a house, uh, you know, on Christmas? Like, Christmas that's Day. A, that's yeah, interesting. Yep. Yeah. Christmas wow. Day, I had a listing appointment request. You did? Didn't, didn't go to that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, fun. There's got to be a break, you yeah. Know? yeah. Yeah. Bad call you have to make, asking the kids to put the, their clothes on and get out of their Christmas <laughs> jammies. Right. Yeah, we got to go. Daddy's got to go show a house. That's amazing. <laughs> I don't think I can do it. I don't have the heart to do that. <laughs> well, uh, congratulations, guys, on uh, building this team and uh, look forward to seeing uh, more of you guys downtown. Heck yeah, yeah, definitely. Awesome. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Yeah. From Century 21, the Pure Michigan Realty Group, Brett Miles and Logan Everett. More of the morning show right after this. The Morning Show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights. Welcome back to The Morning Show on JTV. We've been talking a little bit about election stuff all day, giving you kind of just a little brief cliff notes <laughs> of it. You could make an argument that Maurice Imhoff could have won that race had not all that scandal happened, which would be interesting. It's very possible. In fact, he did uh, get more votes in Washington County than Kathy Schmaltz. So. That's interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Who knows? We'll never know. We'll never mm. know. Here's someone who had a bad night. Uh, Tyson Foods, the CFO, boy. spent the night in jail over the weekend. A woman who did not know Tyson found him asleep in her bed at 2 a.m. I hate when that happens. Yeah, he wandered into the wrong house. 
Wrong mansion. Wrong everything. And apparently, you don't wear your clothes in the jail in um, Arkansas, which is not a surprise. Yeah, I was complimenting those crispy chickens the other day from Tyson. Tyson? But, yeah. You know, and I, Noah and I were talking about this early, and, you know, this thing happens to people who have too much money. Mm hmm. So. Yeah. And you sometimes don't hear about it because they have too much money. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So, well, that's nice to give them like orange boxers. At the, you know, when I was doing a tour of our jail a couple of weeks ago, I hadn't seen anyone in, in orange shorts, you know? Well, must have made a special arrangement for them. Some uh, jails, you get a full sweatsuit, t shirt, uh, sweatshirt, and sweatpants. So, uh, I know that you're always concerned about when you're in public where you're going to go to the bathroom. Mm. And by the way, if you're coming to the downtown Christmas parade, Go to the bathroom before you come. Yeah, you can't use ours. Leave bef go before you leave home. Can't use ours. I'm sorry. Because New if York I let City. one person, I'd have to let everyone. Well, the problem is New York City um, at one time had, just in the subway system, 1,676 public working toilets in wow. the subway system. Guess how many public bathrooms there are in the entire city of 8.3 million? There were, I don't know, probably less than 500. Two. <laughs> two. <laughs> there are two. I would go to one of those fancy hotels, walk in oh, like no. I'm a guest. They won't let you During in. a shift change. Oh, I can walk in right in. <laughs> walk right in through there. Where's your bathroom? Go before you leave home. Yeah, for sure. Who's uh, coming up tomorrow? Tomorrow we have Kristen Pluta and Holly Flickinger from the Jackson County Health Department. We'll also have Jenny Metelka and Brian Mick from St. John's Cemetery and the Donna Lake. Later today, Kyle Lewis from Jackson County Parks, Paul Hood from Jackson Community Ambulance. We've got the Kidder Middle School Band's director, Jasmine Haas, Jeff Beagle with the Turkey Trot, and a couple of actors from Grass Lake High School, Luke Gorsuch and Xander Reynolds. That's all later today. We'll see you then.